Welcome to the International Baseball Community Podcast. I'm your host, David Burns, and it's about that time for Australian baseball again. With the European season well underway, guys are starting to turn to Australian clubs right about now. And uh, yeah, the website's hopping right now with clubs from Australia checking out profiles and vice versa. So... Uh, we're pushing on mid-May 2014 right now, and I figured it's time to roll out another interview from Australia. So today I interview uh, John Rodriguez, who just spent the winter of 2013-2014 in Perth, Australia, uh, as a coach. Uh, so he really fills us in about the league there. Uh, he's full of uh, energy and enthusiasm. Uh, he's fresh off the trip, just got back to California, uh, and you can hear it in his voice. He's pretty excited about about uh, the opportunity that he just wrapped up there. And, uh, yeah, he shares this uh, with all the details that we need in order to pursue our own careers in Perth, Australia. So without further ado, let's get on with this interview with John Rodriguez uh, in California. Powered by Metal Punk Media, your sports marketing agency. We put sports center stage. John, welcome to the podcast. Uh, hello, David. It's great to be here. Uh, so can you start off, off, John, and tell us a little bit about uh, your, your background and then how it led to uh, the past seven months being spent uh, coaching in Australia? Um, well, it was you know kind of a long journey. I, I you know Like every other American, I pretty much was playing baseball at the age of five, um, you know, all throughout college. I played at Long Beach City College. Um, transferred to an NAIA in West Virginia, and that's where I started coaching. I actually got more of a scholarship as a coach than as a player, mm -hmm. so I think I was destined to be a coach. I always knew in my mind I was going to coach, and uh, so did my coach at West Virginia. So um, I was coaching there for a year, and then I came back to Long Beach City College, coached for three years, and I want to say March of 2013, um, my one of my old coaches from Long Beach City College, he was an assistant and he was actually the head coach in the 70s when they won a bunch of state championships over there. Mm -hmm. uh, he came to a practice with one of his buddies. And so obviously I went up there to my coach, shook his hand, said, what's up to Coach Myers? And he introduced me to his buddy, turned out to be Ray Brown, mm -hmm. which was kind of he's kind of a big deal in the international baseball world. Yeah. So, um, you know, he proceeded to tell me he was a, a, big, a development officer for Oceana and, and whatnot. And so obviously, um, you know, I kind of, I kind of, uh, yeah, I'd asked him a whole bunch of questions about coaching in Australia. Um, he gave me uh, four emails, four people to contact. Yeah. Uh, I'd send an email out to all four of them. And uh, Owen Reed got back to me. Owen Reed works for Baseball Western Australia and the Perth Heat. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, a couple Skype interviews. Uh, one thing led to another. He hooked me up with a club in Australia, the Rockingham Rams. Mm -hmm. I talked to them, a couple Skype interviews. And next thing you know, I'm on a plane in Australia about to coach baseball over there. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was actually pretty cool. It happened really quick, you know, within a matter of, I want to say I, I, 
I met Ray Brown in, in late March, and by June 20th, I already had the offer on the table to coach Rockingham Rams. So, I mean, it was a matter of, you know, months, couple months. So that's, it happened pretty quick. Yeah, that's, 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 pretty, uh, that's pretty fast. That's usually how it works, though. You, you know, through word of mm-hmm. mouth or you meet somebody, you know somebody that knows somebody. Uh, is usually the, the quickest and easiest way to get in. But uh, I know Australia, they're, they're looking for coaches. I keep hearing more and more opportunities for, for people to come over and coach. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you tell everybody a little bit about the the league where you were coaching and, and where that's located in Australia? Uh, um, I coached in I coached in the Metro League uh, in Perth, Australia, which is Western Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Perth is the most uh, isolated major city in the world. It's all on its own over there on the on the west coast of Australia. Absolutely beautiful. About two and a half million people. Um, the league consists of twelve teams, mm-hmm. uh, twelve clubs actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, I want to say, there's a state league team, triple A's, double A's, there's a 21 and under, and then um, uh, social, you know, maybe three or four social baseball teams for the older guys, yeah. and um, and then the little leagues. So that's basically the setup for every club in the, in the um, you know, Perth Metro League. And um, uh, I coached the state league team and, and um, you know, uh, played on the triple A's and uh, had a great time, man. It was awesome. The baseball there is is it's better than what I expected. I'll tell you that. There's some dudes who can play. There's some raw, raw talent, um, and I think Major League Baseball sees that too, and that's why they opened up in Sydney. And um, I think they're putting their their you know kind of putting their hands on Australia like they did on Japan and and you know um, you know the Asian countries. So I think it's a great place. Baseball is definitely growing. It's developing, and um, they need coaches to go over there and and um, and help out. So uh, we'll get a little more into that. I was just wondering if right now you can clarify a little bit the difference between a AAA team and the uh, state league team. Um, state league and triple A's. Yeah. Um, well, basically, the state league is the top the top team. Triple um, A's is is the next one below. So I would say. Um, I would say Triple A's is for the younger guys who can't play on the 21 and unders mm-hmm. and who, who are in that like 21 to 25 year range that the state league guys are, are pretty much set. I mean, we were facing guys who, who were in playing Triple A and we, we, we played against the shortstop, um, who made it to the bigs a couple years ago. So the state league has some guys, um, some Perth Heat guys from the Australian Baseball League, they come down and play for their club uh, when the Perth Heat are done or when um, they're in town and they're not playing on that Sunday for whatever reason. Um, so there's some guys in the state league. So I would say the Triple A's are for the guys who um, they're in that range, 21, 25, just kind of waiting their turn to play in the state league, to be completely honest. Or um, the guys who are kind of, uh, they had their day maybe, a uh, uh, couple years ago and and they can still play baseball a little bit and they can still thump but um you know the the younger guys have taken over for them and now they're just kind of um enjoying the game and and playing at a less uh, competitive level yeah so how would you compare the state league uh level with with something back back in the u.s oh uh, well you know you, it all depends on the teams playing i would say um, you know, if you get the top two teams in the Perth area, which which this year the championship was the Morley Eagles versus the uh, um, it was the Melville Braves, and these guys are rolling out. The lineups are rolling out, or pretty much they have um, somebody who played professional at every um, 
on the professional level at every position and on the mound. So I would compare it to um, pretty good indie ball if you're playing the top four, five teams play against each other indie ball. If not, you know, maybe pretty good, pretty good uh, college level baseball, maybe Division One or, or a really good Division Two game. But um, definitely pretty solid. Pretty solid baseball all around. These guys are um, very athletic, and uh, they can do a few things on the baseball field. That's for sure. Now, is it is is, is there a huge drop off as you move t- down the league? You know, through the twelve teams between the the top couple teams and maybe the the ones at the bottom as far as levels of play, or is it or is it pretty solid all the way through? Um, it's it's pretty solid. There's you know you're going to have your drop off, but there's no gimme games at all um, in this league. I when I first um, started. Um, watching, I, I watched a couple games, and then I was coaching. You know, maybe the first four or five games, I, I told I told myself this might be the most evenly matched league I've ever coached in or, or participated in. Um, any team could be any team, pretty much. And and we had a thing going where we lost like the last three years, we've lost like twenty one run games, and they thought they think it's a curse over there, but. I think it's just really evenly matched uh, baseball, to be completely honest. And and if you look at the scores, they're they're all close games. So um, there's no gimmies. And uh, the league, definitely the teams on the bottom of the ladder are the teams that um, they're newer to the state league. Mm-hmm. So they just need time to, you know, build that foundation. And they're going to be right up there with the with the big boys. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's growing, definitely growing, and and it's only a matter of time. But um, yeah, it's pretty even as of right now. And how, how do you find the importing across the league? Like, are you know uh, how, how? First of all, there's you, you played on the Rockingham Rams. Were there any yeah. other imports on there with you? And you didn't actually play. You were the coach, but you played for the AAA yeah. team, so you were coaching the Rockingham Rams. Were there yeah. any players that they brought in as well? Yeah, we had um, actually we had a bunch of guys. Uh, at one point, there were five imports in our club, and um, the Rockingham Rams are great. They're 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 amazing. We we housed all of them and, and uh, made sure everybody got playing time and whatnot. But we had a uh, we had a catcher from Sweden. Mm-hmm. We had a catcher from San Diego, which the Perth he actually brought um, to play for them. But um, we housed them, and he played for us. Whenever the Perth Heat were on the road and whatnot, um, we had an outfielder from North Carolina. He played at UNC Greensboro. Uh, we had a pitcher from University of Washington, and then um, then there was me as an import coach. And I played a few games on the state league level. I think I might have caught five or six games over there. But um, but yeah, we definitely we had we had our imports out there, and, and the league as a whole, you know, most most teams will bring out three imports, maybe two position players. And a uh, and a pitcher, so um, and they're they're all from pretty good schools. A lot of there were some guys who were in pro ball and whatnot, and um, yeah, it's it's we were facing some guys. Definitely the pitchers. I mean, there was guys from San Diego and um, you know big time schools. So uh, yeah, it's definitely you're facing a D one guy pretty much every other week. At least a D one guy, if not a pro guy. Nice. So it's you know, that's a little surprised to hear that you had five. Are, are, aren't there any uh, regulations as to how many can be on the field at a time or anything like that? Yeah, we. Um, yeah, the, the, which caused a, a couple awkward situations when you tell a guy from Sweden, "Hey, I, I know you flew all the way from Sweden, but you know you're going to be playing double A's today mm-hmm. um, and swinging aluminum." But uh, yeah, there's two. Um, you're allowed two imports on the field at all times. You can't substitute them. Um, you're allowed two imports in the lineup, 
um, and your import pitcher can pitch uh, every other week. So usually you get you get um, your import pitcher thrown, and then whatever position player you need at the time, and then that off position player because most teams have three imports. That off position player will play Triple A's for that week, and then during the off week where the import pitcher can't pitch. Maybe that guy will pitch in triple A's or he'll hit in triple A's or whatever. And then that position player that was playing triple A's the week before will be in the state league lineup. So you kind of just have to, it's kind of like a merry-go-round, you know what I mean? Just kind of have to switch it up. We had guys playing in double A's because we had so many imports, but um, I guess that was a good problem to have. It added depth to our to our club, which we needed. So Sure. Well, I, you know, I know in Europe, like a lot of clubs bring over uh, uh Imports just to strengthen their lineup or, or to provide that knowledge or that coaching okay. ability. And uh, oh, yeah. so, uh, and usually mostly just because they just need more guys that, that can play ball. Where in Absolutely. Australia, my, my impression would be that there's just a lot more uh, Australians that can play the game. So, so it sounds a little surprising to me that they would import so much instead of using their own guys within. But I guess when you have two, three men's teams that they can play for, yeah. um, then then you know, you're, I guess there's there's room for for that many guys. Um, would you are were, were you paying all of them, or were some of them just uh, paying their own way and you just housed them or something like that? Um, yeah, well, the, the catcher from the catcher that the Perth Heat brought out, um, he paid for his own flight, and we just kind of housed him and and almost ran about from the Perth Heat when they were um, when they didn't need him, mm-hmm. which which was good. It was well worth it. Um, and then I believe um, the guy from Sweden um, paid his own way too. So I mean, we had we had it was me, um, the pitcher from University of Washington, the outfielder from um, UNC, um, I think it was UNC Charlotte. Uh, we were all paid. We we didn't get paid actually, but our flights were taken care of. We had our visas paid for, and we were we were the imports that the club brought in. Um, the other two guys were kind of, you know, the um, Eric, the 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 guy from Sweden. He he kind of contacted us, and he knew somebody that played for the club last year and he just wanted to come out and play baseball because he plays at the top of the league in Sweden too. So he just wanted to play year round and, um, you know, we, we welcomed him with open arms. We're not going to turn anybody down, but, um, we definitely, we took care of basically me and two other guys were all taken care of when we were the Rockingham Ram imports. The other guys kind of fell into our lap, which wasn't bad. Yeah, It, no, it turned out to be good. Well, that's what I, I try to say on my blog quite a bit is, is if you're finding that, you know, a club's not maybe, uh, you know, paying your way or anything, uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure if you're willing to pay your flight, uh, uh, there's plenty of clubs across Australia that I'm sure would take you on and, and, and probably even put you up somewhere. So, oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I wouldn't, I mean, I can only speak for the Rockingham Rams, but there was never a doubt. I mean, we, they even got him a car, um, Eric uh, from Sweden, we, we found him a car and a really nice place to live in. Um, I've never seen the, the support um, just of the of the whole club um, as far as, you know, just doing whatever it takes to to help the club out and to make us feel at home. Um, it was incredible. The, the Rockingham Rams baseball club is absolutely just, oh, I, I can't say enough about them. Yeah. Um, I got really lucky. 
I got really lucky. Yeah, that's well, that's the thing. And there's so many clubs across Australia or in Europe that you know it's it's really difficult to to analyze the situation that that before you go into it, and especially over mm-hmm. Skype and everything. So you really need to do your research and and, and meet them on Skype and and just see you know because I've also heard some nightmare stories out of you yeah, over yeah. Australia as well. So, but do you do you find that it seems like you know? Uh, other clubs within the the Western Australian State League are uh, are more are, are like that, like it's kind of like this family, uh, this community yeah. that, that all support the imports that come in. Or, or do you, or, or is it you're just uh, able to speak about that club? Um, no, just from what I've seen, I mean, it's almost like a like a little fraternity as far as the uh, you know the guys have been playing for a long time. Uh, you know that basically. Since they've been, you know, ten years old, they've all been playing against each other, and they've all grown up together. They playing, they played with the same group of guys, and uh, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of camaraderie. And from what I've seen, all the, uh, I've never heard any bad story about um, a bad host family or a club kind of, you know, pushing a guy to the side or whatever, um, being unwelcoming. It's been all positive stories, and and the imports. We all talk. There's a. There's an annual um, uh, Team USA versus Perth Heat game where they get all the American imports. We put on Team USA jerseys and we play the Perth Heat. And, you know, we all talk and we all became friends and became pretty close. And, um, yeah, pretty much every guy I've talked to says that it's been the greatest experience of their life and everybody's been more than welcome, you know, welcoming and, and just, you know, the, the best group of people they've ever been around, to be honest. I don't know if that's just what they're saying to say face, but um, I haven't heard of anything negative, and everybody's been welcoming him. And uh, the state league as a whole, it's, it's kind of an older league. It's been around for a while, so they've been bringing on imports um, for a long time, and they know they're pretty professional about how they do it. Um, just from my experience with the Rams and what I've heard with others, um, they it's not their first rodeo. Uh, they have jobs set up for us, and and they have cars and host families and um, you know the the whole nine yards. They're they know what they're doing over there. So you guys were do you did you have a side job or the three imports that they brought over, not including the other two guys? Did you guys actually have jobs on the side, like part time jobs or? Yeah, they found us. It was tough to find five jobs, but uh, they found us all work. It was uh, we all found work and we were all making making pretty good money enough to go out there and enjoy the country. I got a job as a bartender. Somebody from the club. Um, you know, and these, these people in the club, they just work for you. They, they, I can't even describe it. Uh, they just, they just keep you in mind for everything. And, uh, this lady, Kim Malloy, um, thank you, Kim, if you're listening. Uh, she was talking to a uh, owner of a bar and just dropped my name. And, you know, I had prior experience at restaurants in America and, and she, uh, she got me in as a bartender on a, at a little pub by the beach. It was awesome. And they just, and I was working over there Tuesdays, or um, I'm sorry, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and then coaching baseball Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays, and it was perfect. Had Mondays off to do whatever I wanted, and gave me enough money to travel and enjoy the country. And um, same thing for the for the other imports, uh, just people in the club asking around and and uh, found jobs for all of us where we were pretty well off. We 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 definitely were able to enjoy the country. That's for sure. So it sounds good. So like you and I, I noticed the Rockingham Rams. Maybe like they were uh, didn't didn't make the playoffs. And 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 to hear that how much 
you know what a good time you had playing on one of the one of the teams that maybe didn't advance further uh, uh, you know but it sounds like it's yeah. a, a great a great experience uh, in the hole whether you're whether you're at the top or the bottom of the league and uh, so I think that's that's promising and sounds and sounds like there's a lot of opportunities more than I was expecting to hear so so it's oh yeah I mean baseball I Baseball in Australia is different. Well, at least in Western Australia, in this league, it's it's a lot different. Um, it's it's for love of the game out there. It's you know the, everybody wants to win. Of course, everybody has you know the, that winning drive in them for the most part. Everybody, nobody likes to lose. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely about going out there on Sundays and having a good time with your mate. And and uh, playing the game that you grew up playing, and under the warm Australian sun, man, I'm telling you, it's it's. I don't want to say laid back, but it's definitely for love of the game. And uh, there's not that kind of. I, I came back. I actually the my junior college team that I was coaching the last three years. Um, they made the playoffs, and the day I landed was their first playoff game, and I went to that. And I was I got kind of it was kind of weird because. There was just this uh, this tension, um, and it was a playoff game. Don't get me wrong, but there was a really it was it really um, I noticed it because um, baseball America is a little bit different. You know, there's there's that tension. Everybody kind of has that that dream of of um, going to getting drafted and going to the bigs. And if you're playing college ball, that dream's still alive. And and it adds that there's this certain type of um, have just this attitude that's a little bit different than Australia. These guys are, they all have families, you know, they, they have kids and, and they have wives and, and they have nine to five jobs. And so baseball for them is a lot different than baseball for the 21 year old college kid. You know, baseball for them is an escape and is, um, is a chance to go out there and just have some fun with the boys. Yeah. But still, but still compete at a high level. So it sounds, it sounds, yeah. Oh, they can play. Yeah. They can play, man. Don't get me wrong. They can yeah. play. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, there's that different. There's a, just a little bit different um, attitude to it. Yeah, I guess just that well, you know, there's not that added pressure either. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, that's what it is. Is that added pressure that you know that players in America? I feel like they put on themselves. You know, rightfully so. They're still chasing their dream, but in Australia, they they know that that you know they're you know they're just out there. To play baseball, and it, it, it was actually quite refreshing. So the love for the game it runs deep over there. Yeah, that you know, it, and I, I find that here in Europe as well. There's a lot of passion about it, and it's the same thing. A lot of the guys in the club are university students, or or they're guys with, that are married with children, and they work nine to five. But yeah. uh, they they put a lot of love and passion into the game, and and it is kind of like that family atmosphere. So, Absolutely. Uh, but it sounds like a whole a good environment there. So it. Just for example, like there, you, you mentioned, there's the state league team, AAA, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a, even a third division men's team. Yeah, double A. There's double A, so, and then there's a 21 and under too. I see. So, so a guy, so a variety, a guy with a um, maybe a lower lower level of college experience uh, that had a little cash in the bank and, and bought a, a plane ticket out to Perth, Australia, and just walked mm-hmm. on and said, "Hey, I wanna I wanna play some baseball." Um, it sounds like there's a good a good opportunity to play to play at a, you know a few different levels, so you, you can take on a few different types of baseball players with different backgrounds potentially. Oh, absolutely. There's, I mean, baseball in Australia, the, the 
a couple players makes a big difference. And, and if you want to, I mean, if somebody wants to come out and go on a little extended vacation and, um, you know, I can't speak for any of the clubs, but, um, if somebody pays their own flight and, and comes down with their baseball equipment, I'm pretty sure that they'll find a club that will, uh, that'll find a team to play on. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they'll, they'll find a team for you to play on. And, um, that's what happened to us. We have we have guys who were um, Rockingham's a big naval. It's like an uh, uh, there's a big naval base, Australian naval base over there. And you know we had guys Americans uh, who were contracted by the Australian Navy, and and they were coming out and playing in our lower grades. And um, yeah, there's there's always there's a place. I, I tell people. Because I, I came out, I wanted to be like an ambassador for baseball and, and help the sport grow in Australia. And so I'd meet people that didn't even, you know, they didn't know that there was baseball in Australia. And I'd say, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter if you've never picked up a baseball in your life. There's a team for you to play on in Australia. There's in, in our club, there's a team for you to play on. So, um, you know, I would highly recommend it, uh, especially if you can get a work, uh, um, you can get a, what is it, a sponsorship? Yeah. By from an Australian company, if you get sponsored by a, by an Australian company, to work out here or out there. Um, I still think I'm an Australian man. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I love it. I love. I didn't want to leave, but uh, if you could get sponsored by a company to work out in Australia, then you wouldn't be considered an import if it's non baseball related. Yeah. So if that opportunity comes up for anybody, um, you know you can definitely play at the highest level not be considered an import so that's a good uh, tip yeah like if you yeah. if you want to if you want to play on the on the higher level or, or the, the state league team or something like that or potentially even in the in the abl with the yeah. heat uh if you're if you're over there working on a sponsorship then that's a way in if you're not considered an import too so <laughs> it's, well, of course you have to have the skills to go with it but but yeah, yeah, assuming that, that you do then then yeah yeah i'm yeah. jealous i wish i could could go back about geez 15 years now and uh <laughs> and uh i probably i did do some backpacking in australia but uh um i didn't even think to bring my glove back then so so uh, i think that's you know there's a lot of guys on my site that are willing to pay their flight and uh that's one way to do it get your working visa and head over there and and um, you'll that's find sweet. something just got to do your research ahead of time so yeah. uh, so you you were coaching i know you know, uh, coaching on the international scene can be per, uh, quite fruitful. Like I know, I know of Trevor Rupers, uh, a, a guy that uh, came over to Austria a while back, and he was coaching the club I play for. And he's since gone on to Sweden for. He's in his second year in Sweden now. Uh, he's been in Australia for a couple of years, yeah. uh, and he's you know he's made a long term thing out of it. So. Um, from the sounds of it, that's that's what you're looking to do. You're looking to maybe head over to Europe at some point, or or for sure, it sounds like back to Australia. So, oh yeah, I'm I'm def- I'm in the process right now of trying to find that visa, um, trying to get a sponsorship actually, so I can go over there and, and play on the state league team and and coach it and whatnot and and work out there. But uh, yeah, Europe's definitely on the bucket list. I want to do that before before I kind of settle down and and. Um, you know, I, I want to get a coaching job in, in America, but I definitely want to do Europe, and I just want to keep doing this. This has opened up a whole, um, a whole new world to me. You know what I mean? It, it's it's made me realize how much of a little bubble we're in in America, at least in Long Beach. You know, thinking that you know the team in our conference, these teams in our conference, that's the way baseball is, or you know the, the our you know Southern California junior college baseball, that's baseball right there. You know, but it's not. There's Everybody has a different take on it, and baseball is a is a very um, it, it's 
it's everywhere. It's, it's, it's in almost every country in the world. Um, and, uh, you know, we have a gift as, as Americans, whether we know it or not, you know, that's what I'm telling my guys that, uh, that are playing, um, you know, college right now. You may, you may think that you're buried at, at, at your college and, and you're done after this year if you don't get drafted and, you know, putting all this pressure on yourself. But you know what? You have a gift. Yeah. That um, the rest of the world would love to see and would love to uh, would love to help you, um, you know, give your gift and uh, and as Americans, that's that's what we have. American baseball players, at least, we have that you know we have that gift. It's our sport, and 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 um, we can go out there and help it grow uh, in other countries that love the sport just as much as us. And um, you know, for some reason, I don't think uh, for the most part. American baseball players they don't see that they think it's either get drafted or or say bye to the game they love. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, that's why I was excited to do this is just to get the word out there that that uh, you know it, the opportunity is out there. The opportunities you can see the world. You can use your gift of, of baseball, what you've been practicing since you're five years old, to go out there and see the world and, and get some culture in you and and meet new people and have this amazing experience, which. You know, it's done so much for me personally, and, and as a coach, you know, I, I I can't even put it into words. Yeah, and as a player, as a player or as a coach, so maybe you can yeah. tell us a little bit more about the opportunities for coaches in Australia. Like throughout the league, were you the only import coach, uh, or were there other ones? No, there was another one. Um, uh, Ryan Sherman coached the um, he coached a team in the Perth um, in downtown Perth. Uh, he was out here for gosh. Sherman was out here for like a handful. Of, I don't want to say like eight years, something, something like that. He came as an import, um, an import pitcher, and, and he just stuck around and and um, got a head coaching job as at a at one of the clubs. And he coached the sixteen under uh, Western Australia um, state team and worked with the Perth Heat and as a development officer and whatnot. So. Um, that was that was Shermie. I think that was it as far as import coaches go. There have been import coaches in the past, but um, he was kind of the guy who. And then the guy who um, actually the the guy who's the head coach of the Perth Heat, uh, Steve Fish, same story. Came out here as an import pitcher and and got a head coaching job on the state league level and was very successful. Helped his club develop big time and um, actually got the job as a head coach in Australian baseball league. So, um, the opportunities there definitely, but as far as import coaches go, I think it's, it was just us and maybe a few other guys, um, you know, on the lower levels, but, uh, we were the, we were the main, you know, on the, on the state league level, it was pretty much me and Jeremy. So it sounds like there's also an opportunity for coaches that are willing to pay their way over, uh, to, maybe get on with one of these lower level clubs and perhaps as an assistant coach to begin with and then work their way up from there. Definitely. Well, the thing is, it's just tough to get that second year visa. I mean, the, the coaches come, um, but it's hard to, to keep them on a, you know, you have to get that second year visa, which is, um, you know, you need that sponsorship from a company. So if you have the, the desire to do it, you have the passion to do it. You can definitely come for years, you know, for as many years, as you want, but it does take a little bit of hard work, and you got to fill out some paperwork. But um, that's been the problem, you know. Uh, they get they get young coaches who are who are kind of just you know come to Australia to 
experience the country, not so much to coach baseball, and, and they're gone after a year. But the opportunity, if you really want have the passion and the, the vision to come year after year and help this sport grow in Australia, um, you know, you can do it. There's, it's the sky's the limit. It's wide open. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it, that, and that's not just in Perth. There's there's all these other state leagues that have an, a large number of teams within them, and each of those have two or three uh, different divisions. So, uh, so it's it's you know all across the the baseball market in Australia is huge. I'm I'm discovering and uh, and it's continuing to grow. And it's it's you know with MLB have have their hand in Australian baseball. I think the future looks like it's just gonna continue to grow and and produce more and more opportunities for for guys like yourself so absolutely and it's english speaking too so i mean it's yeah it's probably the best uh gig as an import coach i mean i couldn't even imagine going to germany or austria and trying to coach baseball over there you know what i mean i you know it's the communication is easy when you're when you speak the same language so it's a pretty it's a pretty nice spot to land and it's growing too it's it's gonna it's gonna be up there definitely within the next five ten years. There's gonna be a lot of guys in the bigs from Australia, and um, it's gonna be a top sport. You know, it's gonna compete with uh, Aussie rules football and cricket over there. So, yeah. um, so what everybody everybody kind everybody's kind of thinking the same thing. Like like we're just waiting for this to blow up. You know, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of when. Yeah, exactly. So, do you have any? Uh, be, you know, I think a good way to end, end this interview uh, would be if if you can, if there's any recommendations you can give any other coaches or players uh, that are looking to do the same. Uh, I think we've covered a lot of it, but if there's any f- final tip you can provide, that'd be great. If um, yeah, if you know, I, I can't tell. I can't tell you how much um, just getting on the computer and sending out emails how much that's done for my baseball career, for my coaching career. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. I just get on the computer, send out emails. You know, if they don't respond, they don't respond. But if you have the passion and you have the desire to come out or go out to any country and, um, play baseball or coach baseball, um, go online, uh, look up some emails, look up some guys to email, get on, you know, get on the website and, and just send out a bunch of emails and see all it takes is one. Like, like Ray Brown hooked me up with four, four emails. Only one of them got back to me. Owen Reed was the only one that got back to me and, and it provided me the most amazing experience of my life. So, um, you never know. All it takes is one email, uh, one response and, and you're, you're, coaching baseball in Australia and, uh, you know, swimming in the Indian ocean and, and, uh, you know, going to Bali and all sorts of crazy places and, um, all from one email. So get on the computer, send out emails, be persistent. You know, it's, if you have the, if you have the voice in your head, if you have the passion desire, you know, if you're thinking about playing in, in, in international baseball, then that it's it's already there. Like you just have to you just have to chase it. You know, it's you, you already have that passion. You already have that desire. If you're even thinking about it, so get on the get on your computer, email a whole bunch of dudes, and um, you know one of them will one of them will respond. I guarantee it. If if you if you're persistent enough, yeah. um, one of them will get back to you and and take it from there. And um, you know, just just keep at it. If if you have that 
voice in your head, that means you want to do it. And um, don't stop until you get it. Yeah, I, and I say even follow up, like a follow up email. Uh, you know, because sometimes yeah. they'll, they'll be, you know, these are all the guys on the other end of those emails are guys that are working nine to five, aren't getting paid for what they're doing. Uh, they're yeah. volunteers at the club, so I mean, they, you know, they got their own busy lives. So sometimes yeah. they'll see your email. Maybe they planned on responding, and then uh, it, got, yeah. caught, it caught caught up in their email list, and they never got around to doing it. Uh, so you follow up with it. Or maybe it went into their their uh, spam folder. So follow up with a mm-hmm. go to the Facebook page of the club and just put something there as well. So keep at yeah. it, be persistent, and that's what the the trend that I see with the guys on my website. Absolutely. The ones that are logging in the most and the ones that are using the website the most are the ones that are finding jobs. So oh yeah, it's it's 2014. We're all connected by this thing they call the internet, and and so use it. You know, it's it's the greatest tool that we've ever been given. I feel like as you know, in in terms of connecting with one another, like I'm talking. To you right now you're in austria yeah i'm in i'm in i'm in california it's it's uh it's it's crazy what what it's come to and and so use it it's a tool that you have so get on there send out those emails be persistent if you have the passion you know if you have if you have that that drive then then don't stop until you get it and i guarantee i can guarantee this um you're you will be rewarded for your efforts because i kid you not culture is the best medicine for for anybody if if you're feeling down if you feel stuck if you don't know where you're going get some culture and you go travel and uh yeah that'll that'll definitely um cure any problem that you're having that's for sure yeah i yeah for sure 100 percent. i can i can hear it in your voice when you speak about it and that's how i felt when i first came over here and uh, it's been 10 years and you know, it, the novelty's worn out a little bit <laughs> living in Austria, yeah. playing baseball in Austria, but now I'm taking it other places, and this website's allowing me to do it. So, yeah. uh, I'm going oh, to do a great job, man. I appreciate what you're doing. You're, you're doing a great service to, to the baseball community. Thanks. No, I, I'm having fun doing it. So, and I've made some, some good connections along the way, and this summer I'm going to be heading out on a little baseball documentary through Europe. I'm going to be going to. Uh, Barcelona. I'm planning on uh, going down to Croatia. I'm going to be going over the Czech Republic. So, so, and it's that culture thing, like you were saying. Uh, half of it's because I just I I desire to go to those countries, and I just want to see those countries and see what the baseball is like there as well. So, yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. Right on. Well, thanks, John, for for your time, and uh, maybe we'll follow up down the road. Hopefully. Um, you know, uh, you, I don't know what what your plans are if you if you end up back in Australia or not, but make sure you yeah. keep keep in touch, and uh, I'd like to to follow your career and see where it takes you from here. Thanks for having me, David. Yeah, only time will tell. Um, who knows what's around the corner? So I'm excited for it, and and we'll we'll see where uh, we'll see we'll see what happens. Yeah, perfect, John. Thanks a lot. Again. All right, thanks, David. Take care. All right. Powered by Metalpunk Media, your sports marketing agency. We put sports center stage. That wraps up episode number 27. I want to thank John for taking the time out of his day to fill us in about the opportunities to coach in Perth, Australia. It just sounds like an unreal uh, league and and place to live. Uh, The people sound great, and it sounds like it's just uh, an unreal atmosphere and a a ton of baseball and fun going on down in Perth, Australia. So I'm really jealous. Uh, I never made it out to Perth when I was in Australia. I always regretted it, and uh, 
man, if I had the opportunity, I'd jump on that one. So it sounds like if you have a few bucks in your bank, um, you can get picked up quite easily if you if you have that baseball background. So do your research, of course, but uh, it sounds like there's uh, a lot of winners in Australia, or at least in Perth, Australia. So uh, also, I really like the fact that he brought up uh, how a Swedish player was playing on his team. So there's opportunities for all you guys out there that are at the top of your leagues in Europe, uh, and you, you have some skill and some experience. Uh, it looks like maybe you'd have to fund your flight, but they they sounds like from there they'd take care of you pretty well. Uh, so there's some opportunities for you guys as well. So if you enjoyed this podcast episode, I'd appreciate it if you share it or like it. Uh, also, if you want uh, to be on the podcast yourself or you know anyone else that has an interesting international baseball uh, experience or story, uh, I'd love to hear it. So feel free to email me at internationalbaseballcommunity at gmail.com. I would also like to announce that uh, the International Baseball Community Podcast is now featured on Baseball Talk Radio. Dot com, which is basically a central location where all the top podcasts about baseball from around the world are featured. So check it out, BaseballTalkRadio.com. And, uh, yeah, you could listen to the International Baseball Community podcast there as well and find many other top baseball podcasts uh, at that website. So thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm David Burns. Take care, everybody.